need to number one, trust the professional that you are hiring, uh, which would hopefully be me. And you need to trust the process. That's something that is very, very important because it's going to be tested. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Closing with Corey podcast, episode number three. I wanted to start off by saying again, thank you, everybody who has subscribed, who has reached out, who had made their comments. I truly appreciate that. I'm probably going to start off every single episode like that only because I really do uh, love all of the feedback and I love all the conversations that this is creating. The exact goal that I had in mind when I wanted to start this. Uh, I'm super excited about this week's episode. A couple of things that I want to start out with before we get into my my first segment of Just Close with Corey and kind of going into another segment that I was going to wait for another episode, but I feel like it just tied into this one story so perfectly. Um, first and foremost, I will say, and this kind of goes both to my buyers and my sellers, My phone is starting to ring. Uh, I'm very grateful for that, but I have a lot of people reaching out to me as far as those buyers now looking to make that transition into getting set up on a search, into getting pre-approved, into getting ready and gearing up for that quote-unquote spring market that honestly uh, is turning into more of a end-of-winter market and going into even you know end of this month and, and starting to get things going. So that's always exciting to see, and that's typically the case. I go through this period uh, in real estate to where everybody is literally um, just has fallen off the face of the earth, and I get it because obviously the holidays and the New Year's and no one really wants to um, interact too much and, 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 and plan out too much when it comes down to uh, to, to um, buying a home or selling a home, whatever the case may be. And it takes a little bit of time. It takes some adjustment, but that, that, uh, that, that, that train is never late. About two weeks into the new year and you start getting those people that are starting to get excited. And that's kind of the first thing, you know, and, and for me, it just shows that this market is going to start heating up the exact same way that it has done in the past. Now, to what extent is the listings going to start coming on and to what extent are the buyers going to be flooding in? That's going to be something that we'll be able to gauge as the market activity will show from the end of this month into next month and how it kind of compares. The main thing with this one, I was going to have a whole episode for my first close, uh, segment of the Just Close with Corey. Um, and, I, and I preface this a little bit in to say that you know every sale that I do, I I post something on social media and I say as much as I possibly can in a little paragraph description. And what I realized on literally every single one of those descriptions is that there is so much more context that I'm missing out from what happened during that whole transaction that I learned something, my buyers learned something that are that that will 100% benefit and help out another buyer, maybe another seller. It all depends on the situation. And I've had so many people reach out to me from those descriptions and from saying, hey, I can't believe that this happened. This happened to me as well too. I can't believe that this happened. I want to make sure that I'm either prepared for that or I want to make sure that I can try and prevent that as much as possible going into selling my home or going into to buying a home. I, I realize that every sale has a story. I hate to break it to you, but things are going to happen in a real estate transaction. It's uh, 
going to be impossible for something to not pop up. And I'm not saying that to really put like a negative kind of tone over the whole process of selling a home or buying a home. But the reality of it is, is that you can only control so much and those things that you can control, it's important to try and hone in and on the rest of it to be able to just at least make the best possible decision with the information that you have right now that's going to hopefully benefit your tomorrow and your future or the the, the rest of this transaction. There's been times where we've been 100% correct on it and there's been times where we've been very, very wrong on it and it's all about pivoting and it's all about making those adjustments on the fly as they kind of come at you. Um, the, the one story that I wanted to talk about, and, and I've, I've talked to all my buyers and sellers that I'm going to be doing these segments on, obviously I don't want to say names or give exact addresses because I want their, that privacy to be protected, but I could at least talk about the locations and kind of where it was at and, 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 and what we kind of dealt with and, and all those things and try and make references as close that I possibly can. Um, for this one in particular, it was a great condo in uh, Flemington, in Flemington, New Jersey. And the funny thing about it is, is that we didn't start in that area. And that's kind of something that I'll talk about in a second as far as that pivoting and how important that is when it comes out to the actual overall plan and the actual overall process that you find yourself in when you're when you're looking to buy a home. Now, this couple that I was working with, I actually had the privilege of working with the uh, with, with the with the boyfriend in a previous transaction. So right away when I have a repeat client, it's it's number one, it's very important and I and I love it because it shows that you know they they trust me because they know that I um, that that I that I've already done right by them in another transaction. So that's super super important to me. And number two, there's already a, a rapport there and there's already a a connection in communication. So I kind of know um, you know what what they're looking for and 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 I know the best way that they're able to interact and to be able to conversate on these things that come up. And I kind of already have gone through that learning process with them because I feel like I have that with every one of my clients to where I go through this process of just getting to know them, uh, getting to know the way that they are going to encounter these issues that kind of come up, uh, getting to know the way that they they kind of handle, engage their excitement and, and their nervousness and all these things. And it really is like a relationship. It, it's really important to me to be able to cater to them as much as I possibly can. So going into a repeat client, it's great because I've kind of already gone through all of that. Um, and I was able to get to know his girlfriend a lot better. So it, w- it was fantastic. You know, we were looking in the heat of the market where 30, 40, 50 offers, two days on the market, a day and a half on the market, get your offers in now, or you're going to lose out on a type of situation. So there was a lot of fast moving, fast paced, going in there, checking it out real quick, going home, writing up an offer. Now, looking into condos and townhomes, the one good thing is that you typically are going to have an idea as far as the price threshold on what you can possibly go up to. Now, don't get me wrong. There's going to be people that come in with cash offers are going to go, going to be able to blow a lot of offers out of the water and offer some crazy numbers. But for the most part, when it comes down to comps and when it comes down to appraisals, there's not going to be this huge threshold as far as, hey, it could possibly be 300000 or all the way up to five fifty. It's It's, it's, 
very much comparing the square footage of these homes, the units, because they're so, so similar. Maybe some have an updated kitchen. Maybe some have an updated bathroom. Maybe some have a finished basement. All these things get, that will ultimately increase the value, but you at least have an idea of like that medium price range that you're going to be going into. We originally were looking in the Hillsborough area. If anybody knows Hillsborough, New Jersey, they have a ton of communities and they have a ton of associations, a ton of condos, townhomes. We looked at um, a lot more than I would even want to even mention because with all of those that we were looking at, there was a ton of offers that were placed that were unfortunately rejected. And this comes into an important conversation that you have with your buyers. There's a, there's a, there's a boost of morality and there's like this boost of excitement going into buying a home, right? And you get, you get your pre-approval and it's like, wow, look, I, 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 I have this document now showing that I can purchase this home. Awesome. I found a home. I really, really like it. My girlfriend, my wife, my boyfriend, whatever, my, they, we really, really like this home. We're going to put an offer in on this property. And there's just so much excitement to that. And then you, you form this whole offer. You submit it over. And it's that waiting game to kind of see when this answer is going to be sent back. And that first one goes out and it is rejected or it's it, a, another offer was chosen. Okay, we go through that process. And what I try to do is I try to give feedback with all these, uh, with all these buyers and with these offers that I'm putting in. And listen, I understand that as far as a price point is concerned, there is only a certain amount of flexibility and comfortability that people are going to have. I totally respect that. That's one of the huge things that I feel like those lenders are so important to give these, uh, the, these buyers an idea of, hey, listen, we are going to be able to go up to this point, but just so you know, with an HOA, there's going to be an HOA fee. Um, you, you calculate those taxes, all of these things, the monthly breakdown price is going to be at this point. So here's what we're going to be comfortable with. Totally get it. I totally understand it. I just want to be able to be very realistic and I don't want to oversell something and then under deliver um, to where it's like, listen, we have a tremendous opportunity. I'm going to present any offer the best I possibly can. I'm going to try and highlight all of the positives in there as far as like, hey, we're flexible for closing. Hey, we're looking at um, limiting inspections to X, Y, and Z. Hey, you know, we can waive appraisals up to a certain amount, even though a lot of these aren't going to even need that extra buffer. Um, it's just something to kind of keep in mind to be able to show as a highlight for these offers. But at the end of the day, there's a possibility in this price range that, hey, someone might be offering um, 25,000 over asking 50,000 over asking here is, here is what I've been seeing. I know this area. I know the way that these units go. And I understand that this is a possibility. However, let's still put our best foot forward and let's still try and get this property for you guys. So for me as well too, it's not just defeating for me because my buyers didn't get selected and like I'm, I, I'm, I'm the winner because it's not about me. It's about them knowing how much they like the property and knowing that feeling of being super excited about it and then being um, told that another offer, a better offer was accepted. So it, it, it's tough and I understand that. Bouncing back from that is even tougher because now it's like, okay, well, we just got denied on this one. Let's try to do this one. And it, and it becomes to where you start to realize and understand that process a little bit more, that Unfortunately, 
those the the love letters and and me, you know, going up the bat and and then trying to showcase how much my buyers want this property, how much they love this property, or you know, whatever their situation is, whether it's a single you know woman and 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 they just are, are so excited to become a homeowner. They're a couple. They are newly engaged. They're newly married. All of these things, I can I can lay out the whole story. To some people, it's important. And to some people, they really want to have somebody in there that is going to be able to love and cherish their home the way that they did and grow in it and grow a family and children and all these things. And for other people, and you can't be you you can't even be mad about it. It's it's a business transaction. It's like, what's the number? Um, how, how, how secure is this number based off of their mortgage and how much are they putting down? What's their closing date? What are they looking to do as far as appraisal? I get it. Some people are black and white with it. Some people are gray with it in the middle. It kind of is what it is. We try and figure it out. So we were going through the entire process. We basically realized that what we had to do and what our best plan of action to pivot in this position was to expand our search a little bit. All right, Hillsboro is the hot spot right now. We're not having much luck in here. We're going to have to expand out a little bit. What should we possibly do? Well, let's add in a couple of areas that you guys are still going to be okay with or you're still going to be happy with the commute. You're still going to be happy with the fact that it's located somewhere close to X, Y, and Z. All these things that are going to be similar to what you guys loved about Hillsboro, but we're also going to open it up a little bit. And and we landed on Flemington. We, we checked out a couple of places in Raritan Township. One thing led to another and we were able to get into a property over there and uh, wound up checking it out. They absolutely loved it. And again, just something that I'm able to do is, um, and I don't want to make it seem it like like no other agents are doing this. You know, I don't want to be like, oh, I'm the only one. I I I I created this. I have my stamp on this. And I'm I'm just trying to express what I try to do for my buyers. The most important thing for me is again to be able to have that connection with the other agent and not just send over an offer out of the blue and say, Hey, check your inbox and, or, or, or not even send that text message because I get that sometimes I have a listing, never even spoke to some of these agents before. And I look at my inbox and I have three or four offers and I'm like, I don't even know who these people are. I don't even know when they saw the place, all these different things that I, I have no idea. Funny enough, that's going to be on my second just closed with Corey segment, but we'll, we'll get into that obviously another day. Um, Looked at it, saw it, loved it, reached out to the agent, had a good conversation with her, basically said, hey, here is where we're going to be at. She was on the way to go and meet with the seller. And I said, you know what? Let me have one more conversation with my buyers. I just, I I felt as if how I was talking and, and, and the vibe I was getting back from her was that we were not doing enough. So I had a conversation with my buyers. I let them know what I was feeling. I let let them know what I was kind of taken back from the agent. I said, last chance really, are you guys comfortable with adjusting it, whether it's 2,000, 5,000, whatever the case may be, because I know you guys really, really like this property. They gave me the green light. They said, yes, absolutely. I called back, relayed the information, and that is what wound up having us win that, that home. Um, and it was a great, great feeling because again, the agent didn't say anything as far as like, Hey, you know, not high enough. Hey, do this. I just, from talking with a lot of these agents and from doing this, you know, luckily as long as I have been, I just gauged to where I was like, this, this isn't going to be enough. We're not doing enough and, and we need to improve it a little bit. With that being said, we went into the transaction. It was absolutely fantastic. Um, we, 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 
had a good experience, you know, and for them being first time homeowners, the, 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 the part that we went into that now that I'm realizing how long this video is actually taking, I'm probably going to have to do a completely separate segment on this. So I am going to have to break this down into, into two different segments. So I apologize again. Listen, I'm learning as I go. I don't want to make these videos too, too long. That's something that I've been very adamant about. So going into the, the transaction, there was the appraisal period that went totally fine. And then we got into inspections. Now, inspections is going to now be all of episode number four, but this inspection showed me how important it is on the quality of the inspector and the way that this information is delivered to the buyers. Went through inspections, um, a couple of issues that came up, but that, that word came up further, evaluate. Now, the thing is that this quality of the inspector was fantastic because they let my buyers know, listen, this type of problem right here on average is going to be about a $2,000 to a $4,000 fix. Now, I get that's a lot of money, but I've also had electrical situations to where it's a $24,000 fix. The other thing came into some structural questions. And I say questions because we didn't know if they were issues. There was some stuff going on in the basement, some stuff that was going on in the attic, and we weren't really too sure the significance of what they were, which again, goes back to the quality of the inspector to at least state that there is a possible problem and not say this right here is going to, your whole home is going to collapse. It was where we did what we needed to do. We we completed our buyer due diligence in making sure that all of these things were kind of checked off in the sense to where we felt comfortable with it uh, going forward. And we felt that a credit of some sort was going to be uh, reasonable to ask for for these issues. Now, one of the biggest things with this process is that you are setting it up for the second part of the inspections, which is the negotiations uh, section. So you have your inspection, you get your list. I go over with all of my buyers. We go through what is important to them on what they want to ask uh, either a credit on, ask for the seller to uh, fix or address it prior to closing, or have somebody come in to further evaluate to see if we are going to want a credit or want it fixed uh, prior to going in. There's a couple of big ones. Um, radon is typically going to be a big one. Something like that would have to be remediated typically before closing. Um, anything structural, anything environmentally unsafe or hazardous, um, safety issues, which can come down to electrical issues and fire safety and a whole, and a whole bunch of stuff. But for the most part, those those are the big ticket items. And, and if it's a single family home, you know, roofs and everything. But we'll get into that for, for episode number four. But we 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 realized that there was a an an issue. We did what we needed to do. We got somebody in there, everything uh checked out, and we were okay with what the final verdict was, which was we will accept a credit in X amount, and we were able to close, you know, and it was one of those things to where I loved the transaction because we were tested throughout it. We 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 ran into some road bumps. We ran into some some areas of of just a low morale because we we went into multiple situations that we were not getting accepted, but we kept the faith in the process and they kept their faith in me, which I'll always be forever grateful for. And we continued on. We 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 pivoted in our initial plan 
which is just so important in any market, but in, in that market in particular, just to be able to have a pivot to where it's like, well, this isn't working right here. Let's maybe see if this is going to work. And for this, for this, it, it, it wound up working. So that was really the transaction. That was my, my, my first episode of just closed with Corey that I wanted to be able to at least share and, and share because a lot of these calls that I'm getting are from first time buyers and they are nervous, rightfully so because of the process, because of what rates are at right now, because of getting pre-approved and they've never gotten pre-approved before. So they don't know really what kind of goes into that. And then because of not the unknowns of going forward. And I am here to tell you that, you know, you need to number one, trust the professional that you are hiring, uh, which would hopefully be me. And you need to trust the process. That's something that is very, very important because it's going to be tested and having the trust in that process just knows that if this doesn't work out, there's a reason it didn't work out. And if it doesn't, I know that something else is going to be coming along. It may not come along next week or two weeks, four weeks, five weeks, but it's going to come along. Um, and luckily, knock on wood, you know, that has been the the ongoing repetition um, for a lot of the people that I'm working with. So um, listen. Sorry about that. I thought I was going to be able to get two, th- two little things into one, but I'm already going past the time that I like to go past. So as always, if you are not doing so, please subscribe, please, on YouTube, Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, all the good stuff. I'm getting into a nice flow. I'll be honest, last week I was a little bit off because I recorded the episode that I felt like was 400 times, and this one uh, as well too, I'm a little bit under the weather and getting some things going on, but I am staying consistent, which is the most important thing, Uh, and that also goes for anybody who is looking to get into that home buying or home selling process. Let's stay consistent. Let's go into 2023 as optimistic as we possibly can be, and let's plan on something, and if that plan is not working, let's see what our pivot is going to be to be able to make some modifications. So as always, Thank you guys so much. I always appreciate it. I hope you guys have a fantastic week, and I'll see you next week.